Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bing bong, 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 bing bong. Are you ready now? You know I'm ready. Okay, he was born ready. I was certainly not born ready. I feel like I'm never ready, but for this I am. Excellent. We do have a serious washing problem in our house. Anyway, enough of that. There's a rat of dishwashing powder. I know, I know, I know that. We might have to go to a sneaky hot... Hospital run. We might. <laughs> I meant. This is an emergency. Run <laughs> 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 into the um, <laughs> cold triple. Drop what you're doing. <laughs> I need you to go into the hospital staff room. I need you to open the drawer next to the dishwasher. I need washing powder, not pallets. Our machine only takes powder. <laughs> Thank you. I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic, but. Mm. Nothing is more important than clean dishes, as my pappy always said. That's what he used to say. (laughs) Anywho, we didn't even have a dishwasher half the time. Anyway. Half the time? Oh, well, no, we did have a dishwasher eventually in the 2000s, but in like the 90s we didn't. No? No. What did you used to wash? Uh, Yes, but we mostly hand washed stuff anyway. Yeah, well, so did we. We mostly hand washed. Parents' ways of... um... Torturing kids, I think. I don't know. Anyway, we're still washing dishes regardless. There's some things just can't go in there. Yeah, totally can. Anyway, as riveting as that is, is, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Suggestible Pod. I'm Claire. James is here also. We are married and we recommend you stuff to watch, read and listen to. We do, don't we? We do. And I'm really excited this week, James. You're really going to love my recommendations. I bet I'm not. Like, you're going to love them. You're going to love them so much. You want to make out with them. Oh, wow. Now I'm excited. (laughs) No, make out with me. Don't be ridiculous. No, I know. I'm making out with the ideas that you bring. I think that's very sexy. How gross would it be if you just did a podcast where it was just making out with people? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's ASMR. <laughs> just like the. <laughs> that's gross. I have not No, ASMR is. No, more... ASMR is anything. Oh, it's really? Anything, yeah. Oh, because I only like the ones where it's a travel agent and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Welcome. To the Hogwarts Do you ever do the ones agency. where it's like it's a travel agent but it's the future or whatever? No. It's like you're going on a space flight. <laughs> <laughs> they do it all. They're really creative. There's some really creative people in there. But um, have you ever heard of a mukbang? Oh, God, It's not no. as bad as you think but that also it's bad. This is, it's a thing where people go like oh, they'll just sit down and they'll have like a whole like table full of food and they'll just like eat it on mic and on camera. People oh. love it. That to me is like ugh. Torture. There's ones where like that make me really want to gag. I couldn't I couldn't get through it, even though it was like I think it was like a video of somebody like talking about it where somebody was like had a giant crab and was like breaking it apart and like sucking all the innards of the crab out. And I'm like, oh, oh like I'm not very squeamish, but no. I was like, fuck this. I cannot get and it was a video about somebody being like, This is gross. And I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> this is gross. This is gross. 
Oh, yeah, gross. Because you do, you have to kind of snap things off. And yeah, and just like the claw. It was just, oh. it was so gross. But that's why I never liked the Australian MasterChef. I used to love that show. And then at a certain point, there were three judges. Mm-hmm. And by the end, it really started to bother me because when they got served food by the contestants, Ugh. they would then kind of pristine to hunch over it and go. Yeah, and, and to be fair, like yeah. to make it worse, I used to do the sound effects where you'd be like. Yeah. Like I just Actually, do that like the whole time. Actually, I this, think guys just you've like transposed slathering that sound. Into my plate. memory, because yeah. actually they don't really just make like dabbing bad. their mouths with like handkerchiefs oh, afterwards. Matt the, the, the greasy, the greasy mouths. It's gross. <laughs> anyway, the new judges are fantastic. It's better now. It's way better. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you can go first this week. Oh my god, I would love to go first because what I've looked at this week is uh, I went and saw uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. I went to a Disney premiere. Claire, Ooh, with our son. That. I did. I took him along. And uh, the whole way he was like, why aren't we there yet? And I'm like, because we're driving there. And then we got there, we had to line up. And he's like, why are we lining up? And I'm like, because we've got to go inside. And then when we got inside, you know, they give you a, they give you a popcorn and a free drink at these premieres oh sometimes. Oh, my goodness. And then he's like, why are we standing out the front? And I'm like, this process, we can't just walk in. There's like several <laughs> steps. And he's like, ah. But anyway, he really liked it. Um, so it was directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada and Don Hall. Oh. Right? Uh, so it's a mostly Asian-American cast uh, and the story is, in, is Southeast Asian-inspired adventure. It's a, it's a fictional land and whatever. So basically the idea is, oh, first of all, it's got Kelly Marie Tran, who people would know as uh, she's from The Last Jedi, and then to a lesser extent that follow-up movie where she had like two lines of dialogue in <laughs> that, that not very good Star Wars sequel. Some people say The Last Jedi is not very good, but I say it is very good. There's neither here nor there. But uh, it's got Aquafina, it's got Gemma Chan, it's got Daniel Day Kim, who people might know from Lost. Ooh. Um, so basically the, the, it was a world where – I'm going to explain this badly, but there was a world where there was dragons, right, and the dragons had to – they did this thing where they, they got rid <laughs> of all the dark – Why squished up old man face and I've got my hands in the air because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to picture it in my mind. So there was too many dra- – there was a lot of dragons. They were good dragons. They were protecting the, the kingdom of where they lived, right? But then there was like these dark globby forces kind of take take things over. So the dragons like managed to draw drive them back. But in doing so, the dragons themselves were eliminated. So there's only one dragon left and that dragon used like this dragon gemstone to, to – but then the dragon <laughs> – then it's like 500 years later but the kingdom's been divided, right? This feels into very different- complicated. Yeah, it is a bit complicated. And then uh, it's a bit like Avatar The Last Airbender because I briefly talked about this on um, The Weekly Planet, but I, but, okay. I, but I can talk about it probably now because it, the embargo's up. So, the, yeah, so the kingdom, it, it's divided now 500 years ago and and the, they're like, and then the crystal gets shattered. They're like, oh, no, the crystal gets shattered. And then all the darkness comes out of the earth and it's like, nah, 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 nah. and they, this girl called Raya has to like unite the pieces of the crystal because the, the, the googly monsters, when they touch people, they turn them to stone. And so everybody's been turned to stone and she has to go through the kingdoms and like meet people on the way and uh, find the last dragon and also bring the crystal back together. And every time the dragon touches the crystal, it gives it a brand new dragon power. And it's about like friendships and trust and unity and magic and mostly about like, it's mostly about friends. It's mostly about trusting people and basically like you're different than me, but hey, let's, let's work together. Let's put aside our differences for a common good. Like in a pandemic, say, for example, which is, yeah. So, but it's sort of like a pandemic, but it's big googly monsters. And it's a, it's a better tier of like animated movie. For me, it was better than Frozen 2, but wasn't as good for me as Moana, which I love. Like I love Moana. Oh, yeah. I mean, part of that is mm. to do with the soundtrack of Moana. Yes, and this doesn't is... have songs mm. in the way that Moana does. But if you've got kids, uh, it's, yeah, it's good for kids and it's one of the, it's a, 
it's a pretty solid and it seems like story. it's it's good for like thirty seven year old men. Too. Yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> and look, to be fair, like I didn't love it. Like I it didn't like blow me away. But do you love much? I, I love Moana like when I saw it. Right. Yeah, I, I really liked Moana. Realize you yeah. loved it that much. Still love Moana. I think it's fantastic. Right. What? Do, how do you compare that to say a Toy Story or a Lion King? See, it's hard because. I saw those as kids, so it's like when I was a kid, so it's kind of hard to – like I love both of those movies. Uh, But I think Moana is genuinely one of like the all-time best animated movies ever. The animation is spectacular. Yes, but that's not like – it's not just that. It's like the music and the culture and like it's cast really well – and there's some really funny, clever songs in it, and it's and just, Moana herself is just a yeah, great she's amazing. character, and it's got it's got a, like a great story and finale, and it's just a, it's just it's, I found that I found it really moving in a way that this isn't as much, but it's still very good. And there was a a, a short movie beforehand about dancing, and which I think you would oh have really liked. Oh my goodness, I wish I could have come. I would have loved that. Now, yeah. interesting, you say it's better than Frozen Two. I wonder what I will think when I go and see it, because as you know. We have very different opinions about Frozen 2. And I changed Ben Ben's mind. I was like, I don't oh like my goodness. Frozen 2. And he, and he was like, I agree. But then he watched a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff and he listened to you talk yeah. about it and he's like, actually, I love Frozen 2. I think it's amazing. <laughs> so you turned Ben around on Frozen 2. I two. totally did. Ben happens to be one of our wonderful editors. That's right. Mr. Sunday he does carry on the garbage and channel. other stuff. And lots of things. But, uh, he's wonderful. Mr. He is. He really is. Yes. And I changed his mind, which makes me think he's an excellent bloke. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah, and I cool. definitely will see it. So where can people watch it? That's at movies. The movies At the now. movies. Yep. Oh, or, uh, cool. But also it's coming to streaming Disney. If it's not now, I think it might be now already. All so right. If you can't, I think it might be same day. Okay, so, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Def- so you can watch it here at home. Excellent. Gosh, um, the pandemic has totally changed the way films are coming out. It certainly right? has. Really interesting. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. James, it's an ad. It's an ad time. One of my favorite ads, Claire, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> Stop is, talking. No, 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 listen. Listen to me. Listen. Oh, good. Okay. My favourite ads are the ones that you do, Claire, that you read. Oh, that's so – you're being so nice to me. You always have so suspicious. You should be. But I am good at reading ads, so here I go. Uh, we have ExpressVPN this week. You know what's not fair, James? The what's fact that? that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location. It's criminal. And then has the nerve. The gall. To the, increase their prices on you. The stones on these blokes. <laughs> so many stones. Stones. Stones Stone as roses in balls. Is a good like, no, what? No, I'm saying stones is in like the size of these guys' balls to be oh, like they yeah, can do this. Oh, yeah, I don't this. understand why. Anyway, let's not talk about balls during our ad. I agree. Good Lord, let's keep going. That's right. They've just raised their prices once again. Typical. The stones on these guys. That's what I'm saying. Now you could, <laughs> now you could just cancel your subscription in protest. Yeah, maybe. Or you could be smart about it and oh, make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN like we do. See, you might not know that what's on Netflix in your country is completely different from what someone in the UK or Japan has on theirs. 
Using ExpressVPN, I can control which country I want Netflix to think I'm in. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from, so every time I run out of stuff to watch, I just switch to another country to unlock new shows. Right now, I'm watching... What are you watching on Netflix? Oh, I'll tell you something that's awesome about uh, Netflix. Um, actually, there's one that I'm going to that I'm gonna talk about at the show. It's called New Amsterdam. It's a, it's a hospital, hospital series. Ooh. It's on Australian Netflix. But also, like, if you're, if you're overseas, if you're... Uh, so, like, the Netflix... The Netflix shows of The Office and uh, Parks and Rec, they've moved to a separate streaming platform. But if you switch it to Australia, you can still watch it here. So you don't need to purchase Ooh, an additional streaming service. There you go. Exactly. With just one tap of a button. That's right. New you series of Brooklyn Nine-Nine just went on there. There's a bunch of stuff going on. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. I knew you'd be all over it. I know things. And here's the best part. It's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services too. I know. I like to use it to watch BBC iPlayer. It's free and only available in the UK. That's absolute cracking app as well. There's so much good stuff on oh, there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so good. ExpressVPN is also super fast and works on your phone, laptop, even smart TV, so you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. That is so true. It is so fast. Agreed. So be smart, James. I never, but I will stop. <laughs> stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash suggestible. Don't forget to use my link so you can get three extra months free. Can we say our link? <sighs> Fine. Our link, what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine, including our ExpressVPN link, which is, (laughs) can I get this out? Good Lord, the stones on this man. (laughs) That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash suggestible, ExpressVPN.com slash suggestible to learn more. And now on with the show. On with the show. Okay, my turn. Okay, so I have two things to talk about. I'm going to talk about, what will I talk about? This one first. So a wonderful pal of mine recommended an episode of Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert with Adam Grant. Mm-hmm. And I, as you know, I'm kind of hot and cold with his show. His friend Monica um, hosts it with him and she's really great and excellent and I super thought he only smart. did it by himself. No, no. So, I mean, I think he generally does the bulk of the interviews but she seems to be a producer as well and her and really clever and and they, they also kind of break things, break down the interviews after the guest leaves, which I find really interesting. Oh, that's interesting. And they yeah, also cool. talk about their own experiences and um, their own relationship because they're best friends. So Dak Shepard is married to Kristen Bell. Yes, but um, Monica's sort of seems to be his best friend and they spend a lot, a lot of time together. She's sort of part of the family. So anyway, interesting on that note. But right. this particular episode is with an expert called Adam Grant. So Adam is an organisational psychologist, a professor at the Warden School of the University of Pennsylvania and a TED speaker. And he discusses how to open people's minds, the psychology of maximising and satisfying and the advantages of imposter syndrome, um, mm. which I don't know whether I've made that sound very interesting, but he's such a like a charismatic, positive speaker and highly um, gifted in being able to really logically lay out people's thought patterns. Right, and he's right. highly scientific. So he gives you a lot of kind of information about why people behave the way they do and how we can change our patterns of behaviour for the better. And he's written a book that's coming out uh, soon, which I haven't read, but they talk about on the show too. A couple of the takeaways from this podcast episode that I just loved was the idea of being humble and curious when it comes to talking to people. Right. And which sounds really simple, but so 
so often people are either, you know, on kind of these massively polar opposites of an issue. And he talks about how in actuality, on in most topics, things are complex and there's shades of grey everywhere. Yeah, right. And he yes. also said studies have shown that the further right wing or left wing you get on an issue, the less intelligent you are. I, which yeah, I, I find really, really interesting if you're very extreme on <laughs> yeah. either side. Whereas intelligent people tend to know what they don't know and constantly question themselves. Right, okay, <laughs> Because yeah. the more that you understand about a particular area, the more you understand that you don't know much about it. Sure. Which I thought was a really interesting thing to think about. And so he said when it comes to thinking about issues or entering into an argument with someone, being humble and curious and asking questions when you don't understand something that someone's saying is kind of hard to do in the moment and often we fake it, like we might nod our way through. Yeah. Whereas he did this experiment when he just would write in his phone. When someone started to bring up, like, for instance, he doesn't know anything about music and people would bring up, I don't know, Taylor Swift's latest album, have zero clue, zero idea. He had no idea that Ziggy Stardust um, was the same as David Bowie. Like, yeah, right. no idea. And that's cool. That's but- not cool. You should know that. <laughs> no, but the, I, I'm, I am so guilty of this because I have very – little trivia mm. knowledge really of pop culture. Your brain is like an encyclopedia for all this stuff. But yeah, you're my, a bunch nothing of useless crap. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's not useless. Whereas my brain is like a Teflon surface. None of that kind of those facts stick easily. Yep. And so yeah, he said he made a list and then he would of the things that he doesn't know about and then he made an effort to ask more about it or go and Google it and just find out some information rather than kind of doubling down and just ignoring that part of something because you don't know I about that's it. Absolutely, I think that's a good way to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing he talked about was that people can be fitted into two categories, maximizers and satisfiers. So I'm going to butcher this and he obviously explains it much better in the podcast. Well, let's get him on. Yeah, we bloody should. Anyway, but I thought you would find this interesting. Okay. So a maximizer is someone that always wants to find the absolute best thing in whatever situation it's in, the best meal to order in the restaurant, the best house to buy on the market, the best, I don't know, even in relationships. That's you. <laughs> That's what you I know. Do. Well, this is why I think it's really you're interesting. paralyzed by choice. Yes, exactly. And, they, and so he talked about how when you're a maximizer, that can actually happen that you end up. Um, less happy than people who were satisfiers and yeah. satis- satisfiers, yeah, satisfiers, because they're kind of happy with good enough. Mm. Like I'm, I'm happy with this meal, even though someone else might have a better one. It doesn't stop me from enjoying the meal that I have. Yes, and I'm grateful for this particular thing, and that'll do. You know, yeah, absolutely. That kind of idea. I guess you can also be like depending on what it is, because there's some things where I know you're like, yeah, whatever, and other things you're like. Get this right. This is important. Yeah. I want to order the right thing at the the cafe that I go to three days a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What should I order? Just get the same thing. I always get, I know. And then I get so sad if I order the wrong thing. Or you'll thing. run up and change. Last I minute. will. You're like, do you I think know. it's too late to change? <laughs> no, so they just annoying. left. You can change. So annoying. I'm so annoying. But that's because I always want to get like the perfect thing. Yeah. And I just thought that was a really interesting way to think about it because he said satisfies yeah, just tend to be overly, overall happier in life yeah. because they're less worried about what they're missing out on and happy to enjoy what's in front of them. Right. Um, and he said it can also be applied to relationships. Maximizers can spend their whole life thinking 
But what if there's someone better out there or something like that? Which is not me, by the way. Well, wait a minute. Because no, I no. found the perfect one. Well, I that's the thing, have. though. If you do find the perfect thing, are they then happy? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I find in my experience, yes, the satisfa- deep satisfaction that I get mm. when I find the thing that I love. Yeah. Like, Why are you on all these instance, different dating apps? What's that yeah. about? <laughs> He's just wonderful. So obviously with all of this stuff, he's a psychologist and he delves into all the research of this stuff, but obviously people are individuals and all of those things. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting, whereas satisfiers kind of have a more, a more of an attitude to relationships that you actually build them and right. you make that person the perfect, well, not perfect relationship, but you make that relationship work for you oh, and okay. for each yeah, other, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. which I actually think in relationships, I think that that's I think that's how you ha- should enter a relationship. Right. People yeah. aren't whole, not even that. People, People evolve and you grow yeah. together or you, you should or try to at yeah, least. Yeah. yeah, and it's not about. Or get divorced, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, I just kind of like that idea about growing together and being that perfect partner for the other person and yep. understanding that no one is perfect no. but that you're building something together Yes, at, in that in that life that you're creating and you're trying to be that person for the other. Anyway, I really it was just a really fascinating conversation because he also talks a lot about right and left-wing extremism mm. and how we need to get back to understanding that issues are always complex with a whole lot of different sides to yes, them. Yes, sure. And that if we don't look at those shades of grey and the complexity in things, we're really going to end up in just the scariest point, you mm. know, place, which we kind of already are really. And Dax Shepard actually says he finds that the scariest thing, that people are so in their bubbles we're not hearing each other mm. and so – the notion of like rigorous academic thought and science and all of that stuff is just not there. So in the same way. I think also people uh, use sometimes academic thought in like bad faith arguments of like they'll they'll give an example of somebody. I'm like, oh, no, this is a terrible person that you're, that you're citing here. Yeah. And uh, But no, I see what you mean. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just mean, more yeah. that on any given issue of course, there's, there's so nuance, many yeah. different sides and nuance and it's just I, I like that idea of trying to stay open and humble yeah. and curious rather than immediately defensive. Yeah, sure. Um, which is really difficult to do and it depends on what the issue is, obviously, and your own life experiences and all the things. Anyway. But keep politics out of video games, <laughs> that's what I always say, and comics. Correct. Anyway, so, yeah, Dax Shepherds, I'm to expert with Adam Grant. Yes. Over to you, Sunny Pop. I think politics should be in everything and it is actually. That's what I think for <laughs> real though. Yeah, well, we can't help but be. I mean, Every office is, has politics. Do you know how many comments I get that, like, Star Wars doesn't have to get political? Fucking newsflash. It is. It's always been political. <laughs> the first one is literally about the Vietnam War. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. Now I'm going to get emails, though, where people are like, well, actually, it's like the- shut up. I don't want your fucking emails. Shut up. All right. What I do. Please email the show. No. Yeah, email Claire. Don't email me. I get enough comments. All right. Off he goes. He's so uh, angry. Go. I'm so excited to tell you my next thing. Because, because the Ewoks are <laughs> the right. Vietnamese, right. Claire. Right. <laughs> and the Empire, in that case, is like the military-industrial complex. And it shows that what happens when a small band of f- fighting force goes up against a seemingly unstoppable foe. It's Vietnam War, Claire. Okay. And the prequel trilogy, okay. that was more about... <laughs> That evolved yeah. into George Bush's uh, oh, <laughs> and the, and the Iraq <laughs> War. Oh, my nose. 
Is anyone else out there's the, partner just obsessed with this stuff and they And the sequel trilogy is more to. about like it's more about like neo Nazism and sort of, but it's it's kind of it muddles the story a little bit <laughs> towards the end there. Anyway. Uh, I want to talk about New Amsterdam, a show that has just come to Netflix. It's created by David Schulner, and it's based on the book 12 Patients, uh, Life and Death at Bellevue Hospital, and it's inspired by Bellevue Hospital in New York City, which is actually the oldest public hospital in the U.S. It stars Ryan Egold, Egold, Freeman, Agumon, uh, Janet Montgomery, Jocko Sims, and it's it's a hospital drama, say, but you might be like, I think it's in the style of like Grey's Anatomy, but it's it's a bit it's like it leveled down from the like the drama that you'll see in a show like that. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. I've been shot and the person who shot me is also my husband and I'm pregnant with a horse or whatever happens in that show. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a very long time. But it's still going for some reason. I guess people like it. So it starts with it's this public hospital and they get a, a new head of uh, the hospital, the hospital, the, the big the big doctor they call him. And uh, that's the, the official doc. term. McDreamy? No, oh, it's a bit like that. But he comes in and he's like, and he just comes in and immediately shakes it up. And he's like, okay, so basically I want to do the things that you think will make this hospital better, he tells his staff. And is and nobody's putting their hand up. And he goes, okay, who's in the surgical, uh, who's who's the surgeon here or whatever? And they put their hands up and he's like, you're all fired, get the fuck out. Because they've been overbilling their patients and basically by just churning the people Whoa. through. And so then, and from there he's like, what else? And people are like, uh, can we get... You know, waiting times down, can we get healthy food in the cafeteria? He's like, sure, whatever. And so he's basically just going through and kind of systematically dismantling all the things that are wrong with it and trying to build it up in a different way before he gets fired or trying to walk the line uh, in that. And it deals with a lot of like social issues and obviously things to do with the healthcare system, uh, the world over, but like more specifically the US because often, you know, a lot of uh, bankruptcy in the US is caused by uh, caused by medical debt, which is insanity yeah. if you look into it. Um, but it basically, it's this, it's this team kind of on a limited budget with limited resources, trying to make the best of it and trying to work this system in a way that benefits people without like killing them essentially or sending them away. But yeah, and spoiler alert, and this is revealed in the first episode, uh, but he's sick. He's, he's, he's got a form of cancer. So he's kind of like, he's running against the clock and he's just like, and he's got home problems and which is all which everybody seems to has in the show and I mean everybody's got their own thing going on but it's not just medical doctors it's got like psychiatrists and it looks at like the janitorial staff and the admins and it kind of covers like the whole thing um in, in a way that's like and it's a drama you know what I mean so it's like this person's sleeping with this person or whatever like that stuff like that happens but it's it's mostly about like the people that come in and and how that uh how that comes together anyway it's on Netflix um it's kind of a thing that I wouldn't normally watch, but I yeah I just saw it and I'm like yeah I'll give this to go that's and you're enjoying good. it pretty good it's pretty good all right that yeah. sounds something like I would watch you would watch it it's I good you should watch, watch it that that reminded me um, of Elizabeth Warren on Jimmy Fallon having this amazing discussion about mm. um, medical debt and yeah. All of the problems with taxation in the US and yeah. all the things she's Horrible. just wonderful yeah. she just has this real gift. Because she's a university professor of explaining the way um, money works over there, and particularly I have problems a gift. with the healthcare system. I have a gift of explaining the movie Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> and there's a dragon, you and, do. and there's a crystal, and the crystal is bright, and there's kingdoms, and the kingdoms. But they need to I bring the kingdoms this together. Flash, and the flash kingdoms. of memory. <laughs> When we first started dating and you would tell me things about movies and I would just sit there in awe, just like nodding along. And <laughs> in awe? Like, or you're like. He knows so much about movies. I, and now is, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably like, he's so knowledgeable. What else does he know? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. 
<laughs> plenty. You know how many calories are in things for us weighing stuff? You got to look at the back of the thing, Claire. <laughs> you totally do. I should do my, uh, my you oats recipe. Teach kids. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be doing some classroom work in our, uh, which you did today in our son's classroom. We'll see how that goes. It was I'm actually bit, really I'm a bit fun. rusty. Yeah, it was really fun. I had a great time. So I was kind of a mean teacher, not like intentionally, but so I got to cut it. I realized for younger kids, you really got to pair that back. Yeah, they really <laughs> don't cope so well. No. <laughs> no. Um, they did clippy cloppy like little stilts today. Oh, it yeah. It was super cute. It was really fun. Nice. Anyway, okay, Um, my re- next recommendation is, wait for it, surfing. Oh, man, surfing. <laughs> because a couple of weeks ago, I took my good self with my good friend Kate surfing. Yes, you did. And now, just before you think, oh my goodness, I didn't realize Claire was a surfer, babe. Nobody hanging out there, that. hanging that. 10, r- like running through the sand, doing <laughs> cartwheels. That's what the surfers do. Is that what surfing Smoking is? Smoking pot behind the sheds. Did you do any driving actual surfing? Combi vans. Did you get in the water or did you just run <laughs> up and down the beach? <laughs> what else do they do? Light fires. On the beach. Oh, my goodness. Talk to the chickies. Does a beach bully come up and he's like, what's going on, babe? And you're like, actually, I'm taken. And he's like kicking sand in people's faces. It's one of those guys. Yeah, that was – yeah, I did see that guy. No, so I – what I really wanted to recommend at the heart of this was doing stuff that you're not very good at mm. and having a go and how good it is. And I know because obviously the privilege of being able to go surfing at the beach is not lost on me at all, particularly – People who are in lockdown at the moment. Out of it's touch the end with the of summer. Man. I know it's the end of summer in Australia, and we've finally been allowed out. And um, it's I felt so lucky. Anyway, so we went and hired these giant foam boards, and I, I'll tell the rest of the story in my newsletter, Tons, which comes out oh, every yeah. Friday. So I've got a little story about what happened. There's a funny little story about a bloke called Bruce who we encountered, and a few other things. So you can sign up in the link below, and it comes out every Friday morning. So. Anyway, all I really wanted to say was that I am a terrible surfer and I bloody loved it. And I think it's so good for us to just get out of our comfort zone and try something different, especially at the moment, especially if it's something physical and outdoors and outside. Totally, yeah. Like even, I don't know, what did uh, Samuel Johnson, the Australian actor, do? Right, learn to ride a unicycle. Mm. I don't know. Just stuff, especially as adults. I think as kids, we're just constantly being put in situations where we have to learn and like trust ourselves and figure things out. And as adults, we kind of stop doing that and watch more Netflix. That's what I love about being an adult. Or sit on our phone for oh a while. Oh, my God, I love it. The <laughs> dream. Anywho, so I – it was just the best. So I know you hate surfing, but I – Love it. I mean, I'm so bad. I got so much water up my nose. Oh, my God. At one point I was like, do I need to take myself to the hospital because I put so much seawater up my nose. Do you reckon it was touching your brain? <laughs> yeah, I You're felt like pickling that. pickling your brain in seawater? <laughs> Lucky I'm not a medical professional. Mm. See, there you go. You know about brain pickling. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anywho, that was that. You know what I did know about when you die? Uh, when what? you when you die, right, and yeah. you go to the mor- morguery, yeah. um, and then you know, so you know, when you see a dead body, yeah, the 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 eyes are closed when they've been bombed yeah. and done it. Yeah, the yeah, eyes are closed because what they do, they put in contacts with have little barbs on the outside that keeps your eyelids shut. Oh, that's awful! Why yeah. did you tell me that? That's so awful. So, just in case you were worried that when I die, my eyes spring open, I'm gonna have <laughs> one eye open. You come in, I'm gonna be like, hmm, look at you with one eye. <laughs> You would put that in your will. You wanted to booby trap your grave so I you'd did. spring out on people at the, at the funeral. And I wanted to create like this false like story about how I'd 
I was buried with all my treasures. I'll say Bitcoin. That's what I'll say. I'll say I was buried with all my, my <laughs> Bitcoin laptops. units. Yeah, and then people will go, oh, I'm going to dig this device. guy up. And then I, then I my lurch out of the grave with one eye open. <laughs> Blah. Look, I'll do that for you. I'd love that. But you're not allowed to die. I'm just letting you nah, know just that just kick right me into now. a river. I don't give a shit. All right, we got some um, um we Yeah, got we some do letters, have some fun we? things. But we have one more thing to talk about. What else we got to talk about? We got to talk about Platter Broadcasting. Oh, my goodness, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yes, so. I haven't announced this on the Weekly Planet yet, so this is, uh, I know, it's this a, is new it's news. But you're going to come news. on and talk about that as well. Aren't yeah, you? I am yeah, on yeah. Sunday. I'm going to come on. I haven't been on the, on the old planet for bloody tens You've done a few. <laughs> That's not the same. You've done uh, you've done some cameos. Don't get me wrong. People know you're out and about. Yeah, I tend to slam doors and do a few bits of bobs. It's true, but generally I haven't been on for a while. So anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway but I anyway. thought we'd just like mention it briefly. Yeah. So I have been thinking for a while that I wanted to do some of my own creator stuff mm. and I haven't had the time because I've been working on suge- on suggestible. Well, yeah, suggestible, true. but on Planet Broadcasting mm. and um, we've decided – now that we partner with Acast and they're so wonderful, mm. that uh, the external podcasts like Do Go On and Don't You Know Who I Am and Book Cheat and Honey Donner and all those fantastic shows. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Batch Bitch, all mm. of those ones, yeah. Vicky Names, Comedy Gems, all of those shows. We no longer need to, um, I guess, Time to have die. Them oh, I missed that. No, when is it going to come back? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it yeah. is a really good show. Yeah. Um, but we, they no longer really need us in the same way because mm. ACAST is there to support them. Yes. Um, and so we've decided to sort of change Planet Broadcasting to just be shows that we make in yeah. house. And we're going to be changing up the website and kind of amalgamating our subscription service Big Sandwich mm. and doing some exciting things behind the scenes. We're also not paywalling anything. Oh, no, we won't be changing anything, yeah, everything. Any more stuff than we're already Yeah, exactly. And it won't really change anything from no. a listener perspective if you listen to any of our other shows. Um, they'll also be available in exactly the same way, so nothing will change. However you listen to them, they will still yeah, be there. They, all be they've there. always been creator-owned and driven, so we don't we don't own any of them. So no. they just continue to exist yeah, for as exactly. long as they want to. Exactly, yeah. and we support all of them absolutely. So um, also the Planet Broadcasting Facebook group, um, mm. Great Mates, will still exist in exactly the same way yep. and they'll still all be able to post and chat yep. and still all the hosts will still be in there when they want to be, all of those things. So, But if you mention that- Dougal on a sweater to God, you're blocked. <laughs> you're blocked. Oh, we love those guys. So yeah. in a way I'm sad because it's an end yeah. of an year. We've been doing this for almost five, five years now because yeah. when we started well, – There were no – like ad platforms or anything like no, that. No, mm, and no yeah. way of really helping podcasts to kind of connect with each other mm. and get their sort of content out. Yeah. And so it was an idea really that started from me and then we kind of talked about it with Mason mm. and with you and and it's been such a ride and I've learned so much mm. and I think we bo- we all have really loved but it. I think also like it because you you're doing because it still involves a lot of work on your on your behalf. Mm. And also Collings does a lot of stuff like updating the website and newsletter and he all these other things. He works tirelessly. A, a bunch yeah. of stuff on that. And um, I just think it – I think for you in particular though, you need more time to do kind of your own stuff and I think it's, you know um, – And also for Collings too because that bloke oh, yeah, is very creative, our wonderful editor, Yeah, and we want him to have more time to be able to do some of his own sort of creative or Just do nothing. Editing. Just watch or the Netflix. Or chill. I know because that guy works around yeah. the clock. Anyway, so we've made the decision um, – and everyone is still great mates and the Facebook group is still the say the same, but there will be some interesting changes coming up on the website over the next few months. So stay tuned for those. What specifically? We don't know <laughs> We don't yet. know. We're, We're still, still trying to out. figure that out. It takes a while to rejig a website. Our yeah. first website took months to build. Yeah. 
And then we built another website. So this is kind of be the third iteration of Planet yes. Broadcasting. But again, like time to grow and change. Regular stuff. Everything that's behind the big sandwich thing, which some people have signed up for with a bunch of bonus podcasts. Oh, that will stay. That's all there. But like, yeah. we're not putting anything else that we anything that's free was not behind there. We're not changing yeah, any of that. Yeah, so we're not changing any of that at all. It'll all stay the same. Yep. It's more just those the podcasts that are creator owned. Yep. And we're still guesting and stuff and all those. Because oh, Mason's yeah. doing a uh, – he's going to be in – there's a Primates Melbourne show which he's doing in like a few weeks from now. So there will still be stuff like that happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're still all mm. in Melbourne. We're still going to be guesting. Every yeah. It's more just that the website – um, we'll be looking very different. Yeah, and Mark's coming back to talk about Mortal Kombat. Hopefully, oh cool! Oh yeah, he's mm. great. There you go. Yeah, so we're all still, you know, friends and all the things. But I think it's time to change things up a little bit. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm a little sad. Though. Yeah, it is a little bit sad, but you know, it, none of these people are collapsing, which is good. <laughs> no, they're not, not yeah. at all. And um, Acast are great and are really great yeah. supporters of all the shows. So mm. I just I've worked myself out of a job, really, yeah. and I'm quite happy with that. Well done. Because when we started, there was no one that could do the job. More that time I was for doing. Netflix. Correct. Exactly. More time for mm. frolicking about in meadows, smelling have, the flowers. Have we got some? Uh, have we got some uh, some uh, some things that you can listen to though, Claire? We have a, an email this week, an audio We certainly email. do have an email, but not an audio one. Oh, so I don't know. I know you phones. love listening. I love listening to I know, things. but this one's not an audio one. Mm. So I'm going to read you one from Tim Wallace. Oh, like an audio email. It's Go an on. email. If you have a recommendation, you can write to the show at stressforpod at gmail.com. We would love you to, just like Tim from California has. Surf's up, Tim. I just recently started your podcast episode on Promising Young Woman, and while I haven't finished listening to it because I took your advice and wanted to watch the movie first, I did want to say that I thoroughly enjoyed your banter as husband and wife and the stories you told about your son and his adventures, or supposed lack thereof at school. James's humour with your son makes me laugh out loud constantly, and Claire's caring and motherly fun disposition (laughs) reminds me of the kids I work with and all the fun I try to have, but inevitably get nothing out of. (laughs) I work with kids affected by autism for my job in playful learning environments. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've been met with blank faces and discussions about Mario when I ask them about school. (laughs) (laughs) All of that considered, I just wanted to send a message saying how happy the stories make me and they certainly are welcome in the future. P.S. Don't forget the big sandwich. And, Claire, make sure you're buying real Transformers. That's so true. <laughs> Can't get in these knockoff Transformers. There are some good ones, but the quality often dips when you get into the uh, the third The hand. $2 shops, yeah, which exactly. is where I've been buying some from. Correct. Thanks, mm. Tim. You're spot on. And uh, that's the email for this week. There was a moment, I think, I don't know, you weren't there, where Mason and I were talking about. So you bought like a you bought like a transmorpher or whatever like it was like train master or something. Oh yeah, well, that was terrible. That was a terrible one. And like and Mason, we brought up and she's like, what? He's like, why did she buy that? And I'm like, mums don't know. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you're up, mums don't know. <laughs> what <laughs> about mums specifically know? transformers? Oh yeah, I don't if know. One about of us trans- is gonna know. I don't. Some mums know about transformers. I just happen to not know about transformers. <laughs> hashtag not all mums, just this mum. So I don't give a shit. It's a about long hashtag. Wow. Hashtag. <laughs> Not all mums except this mum um, <laughs> don't know about Transformers because I don't give a shit. No, I do. You know what? To be fair, I don't like the movies, but I actually think Transformers are really cool. They are. As a, a toy, a, I think they're really concept. awesome. And yeah. uh, one okay movie followed by a hundred terrible movies yeah, in a row. I think I fell asleep in a couple of action sequences. You only saw the second one. That's the only one you've seen. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I fell asleep in that action sequence. It was bad. Oh, no. While I tell you that, do you know what I got an email from? 
Phyllis Online Bureau, which is which sells the best wig collections. Oh my goodness, send that my way. I know. I haven't been looking up wigs. Why did I get that email? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> They're like pretty good wigs it. though. Like if I wanted a wig. Believe me, it's uh, pretty cool. wig quality wigs are hard to come by. I know when I, found, I bought one. What do you that think? Tom, I think this one would look really good on you. It would that cover would look your grey hair. That it's would cover my look. That's a like a Uma Thurman Pulp Fiction kind of look. Yeah, going on there. Yeah, you could carry that off. I think. I think I, I agree with you. Great. Mm. All right. Are we ready? Are we I'm done? Yeah. We've been stressful pod. Thank you so much to colleagues for editing the show. Mm. And we will back next week. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Till next week. Till next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.